Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, and welcome to Everything is Fine, a podcast for women over 40. We are your hosts. I'm Kim France. And I'm Jen Romolini. General, Gen- General. <laughs> General Romolini. Oh, General, I, I like that. Um, what is up? Oh, I don't. You know, I, um, I feel a certain responsibility, as I've often discussed on this podcast, to not be like the biggest bummer in the world, like to be like, put like a smiley face on it. <laughs> but like this week, I'm like over being old. And I know I'm not even that old yet. And I know, I know, I know, I know I'm going to get so many DMs for this. But like this week, I was just like, I'm fucking over being old. Like I have a frozen shoulder. I'm, I, I'm whatever. Just I'm, I'm just like a, a droopy eyelid. And then this Mastodon thing on like Twitter's going away. And there's Mastodon, and I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to know any new social networks. I don't want to do yeah. anything. And then I was like, I'm fucking old, and I'm over it. I understand. I mean, I've been thinking about age a lot, you know. And I read something recently about somebody said, you know, calling middle aged people middle aged is really wrong. No. It's not right because middle age actually comes earlier if you're being quite literal about it. Yes, thirty five is middle age. Thirty seven, let's say. I read an obit for a guy, I wish I remembered his name. He was a TV producer. Mm-hmm. And among the things he was responsible for was the moment when Mary Tyler Moore throws her hat up in the air. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. That him. was yes. him. Yep, yep. He was like, you know, she throws it up in the air. And then in real life, what happened was it fell on the street and then she went scrambling for it. And he was like, no, that's the perfect shot. And it, you know, turned out to be classic. Yes. And he was about 86 when he died and he was married to Julie Kavner. Oh, wow. Who was like, I believe the voice of Bart Simpson, but who was on Rhoda, I think. Yep. yep. Spin-off. She played Rhoda's sister, I believe. And I just got so sad. I thought like cool people, cool people who did cool things got old and died and it's been happening forever. I don't know why it just 
by reading that obituary, I felt particularly struck by it, but I just did. It's, it's weird when it hits you. Like I was listening to Joe Biden talk the other day and I was like, oh, he's like an old, he's like an old grandpa. And then I was like, no, he's like an old dad. And then I thought, this is probably the last time somebody's going to be president who could be my dad. Huh. And like, that's just how generations move. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 50 soon next year, soon enough. And I, I just am like, well, this is probably among the last times that it will be, that it will be someone of that generation. I mean, we're really pushing it here with Joe Biden, you know, I mean, he's, he's almost 80, you know? It's true. I mean, that really hit me when Kavanaugh was confirmed because Kavanaugh is exactly my age. Right. And I think like Ron DeSantis is like our age. And I'm like, ew. I was also having that feeling. I was like, oh, there are people of our generation who are like deeply uncool. <laughs> like, like, Very uncool. There's actually a new conservative fashion magazine. There was just no. an article about it in um, the New Yorker. Oh, what is it called? Please Hold find on. it. Oh my God. Are you kidding? Oh my God. I love this so much. Who do they have in it? Like Tiffany Trump? Like what no, is there it? Was a Kimberly Guilfoyle. Vogue, but for Trumpers. That was the headline of the New Yorker thing. The magazine is called, first of all, I love that they launched a magazine in 2022. That's really having your finger on the pulse. I love everything about this. I love everything about this. Continue. Oh, conservateur. Conservateur. Wow. Conservateur. Oh, it's an online, it's an online magazine. So I can't give them shit about launching a print magazine. Well, I mean, look, I guess, I guess if you are, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying to be generous here because I was I was looking at the Tiffany Trump wedding, which was just like amazing. Like, because all of those, mm-hmm. all of those, like you know, evil stepsisters. There's just like such like villain vibes of all of them. Like Kimberly Guilfoyle is like. Yes. Ah. But did you see where all of the women except for Kimberly Guilfoyle? There was a photograph, and it was Ivanka, and it was Tiffany, yeah, and it was Melania, and it was the wife of one of the Trump, Lara Trump. Lara Trump. Yes. And then Kimberly Guilfoyle was on the end in a black dress. They're all wearing pastel dresses. She's in a black dress. And when Ivanka posted the photo on Instagram, she cropped out Kimberly Guilfoyle. (laughs) So you're exactly right. (laughs) Oh, it's amazing. No, but like I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, we're in such a polarized place at this point in, in life. And, you know, I heard somebody say it's not polarized, it's calcified. I don't even really know if I understand that, but Vogue is not going to cover Tiffany Trump's wedding, right? No. So they, you know, people, these people, these like people with, there are so many conservative rich people who just are like, I'm stylish. I wear this thing, whatever the designer is. I want to have a place for me. It makes sense that they would do this, honestly, because like even Melania, there was never, she was never getting any Vogue coverage. I mean, that had to have burned them up. And I I mean, I'm sure it did because considering like right before Michelle Obama, we were just like, Oh, what's her belt? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it for sure did. Remember when they thought that Trump was trotting out a decoy Melania? I do remember that. I do remember that. Who really looked not like Melania. Like it, I think it is a fact that he did that. Also, he kept trying to kiss her, which he never does with Melania. 
That's that's true. I I really did enjoy one of the because there were such there were so few pleasures during the Trump era, um, which by the way might be coming back. He's announcing a. Pre- I mean, I think today he's announcing his presidency. I don't know. This might we might have to cut this out, but I think he is announcing another bid today. I think I think he is, even though he, you know, so many of the people he he backed just lost. I, it was incredible. It was such an, it just oh, felt so good. But I did enjoy just watching when they would have, like, you would just see her hand smacking his. <laughs> Remember, he would go to grab her hand, like Trump would go to grab Melania's hand, and you would just see her smack him away. I was just <laughs> like, oh, she hates him. <laughs> oh, I think she hates him very, very much. I have long thought that she is Maggie Haberman's source inside. Really? I have long wondered if, because I know that Ivanka is a Maggie Haberman source. I'm I'm pretty much sure of that. But I've often wondered if Melania is like calling people up and being like, it's so fucked up in here. (laughs) (laughs) It sucks so bad. Like, I'm not going to leave him, but it sucks. Oh, my Um, God. Speaking of fashion... So I brought all my fall clothes out, you know, for the fake Los Angeles fall. And I had that moment of being excited about all of them. Like that initial, like, oh, these are, I, I forgot. Mm-hmm. And I can only compare it to what happens when you get back together with an ex-boyfriend because you just have been, bl- you just have forgotten everything that was bad about them. I'm, now, <laughs> like, trying on, I'm trying on these clothes and I'm like, oh God, I remember that this sweater fits a little fucked up and these pants don't close right. And it's just like, now I'm remembering every single like problem. Just like when you romanticize an ex-boyfriend, that's what I'm having with my overalls. Yeah. I understand that. I feel that way about most of my clothes right now. I'm like, wait, I thought I have a thousand coats. Why are there only two that I'm wearing? No, it's a wardrobe of ex-boyfriends. It is. It is. It is. It is. There's this one beautiful Maria Cornejo, like wide whale corduroy green, like coat comes down to my knees just about. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was the snappiest thing. And it is, but I put it on the other day and I was like, Ooh, did this ever look good on me? (laughs) That's how I've been feeling. Exactly. It's the same thing with boyfriends. Like you get together like, Oh, he kisses weird. Like, it's just like, it's the same thing. It's like the small things you just somehow like you blind, you just forget. You forget. Well, I had one boyfriend who I I absolutely wanted to marry when we were together, when I was 30. And I just thought everything about him was the greatest. And then I ran into him years later and I was like, oh yeah, he has really bad breath. Like I didn't even register it as bad breath because I was so into him. Yes, yes, yes. But also imagine how bad that breath is now. Oh, because age, yeah. Just because age, because, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, we put it all on women getting agey, but, like, men get get gross. Men get gross. Men grow hair in gross places, and, yeah, there are things that grow out of the skin. Yeah, they just get, they get, I mean, they have to grow beards, as discussed, because they get jolly. They get jolly even sometimes worse than us. They're just as, I mean... It's, it's just this amazing thing of the like the myth of the silver fox that we just can't st- oh, oh he's a silver fox it's like, <laughs> fuck off they're not all silver foxes it's as rare that they're a silver fox as it's rare that we look like Paulina Poroskova you know what I mean it's like yes. you know they get jelly they get you know they get the booby you know like their chests get weird I remember when I was having sex with an older man when I was in my twenties 
And I remember he just smelled, he was like in his fifties. And I remember he just smelled a little bit sour. And I was like, ah, why am I doing this? I could smell the decay. (laughs) (laughs) And now somebody could smell the decay on us. I know. I I know. I know. But I'm very lotioned. (laughs) There's no, where was I just... Oh, Shark Tank. There was this crazy woman on Shark Tank and she was pushing one product, but then she had another product that she kind of brought in her kit bag, which is supposed to get rid of old people smell. No, stop it. I swear to God, I did not make this up. Wow. Oh God. Oh God. That's so terrible. Because the other thing is, I think your sense of smell starts to go as you get older. I mean, mine certainly is. Yeah. Like you won't know. No, you won't know what, and plus it's very hard to know what you smell like unless you smell especially bad. That's true. Oh my God. This is amazing. So wait, what, what was the device? (laughs) I don't know. It was just, she just mentioned it because she, it wasn't the product she was pitching. She was just like, I also do this thing. I think she made a mistake there. <laughs> she was actually, you know what? This woman, do you know what her product was? I remember what? now. Face what? yoga. Face yoga. Mm. <laughs> Face yoga, which is supposed to be like, you know, like as, as effective as plastic surgery. I do not. I do not believe that. Nothing, no, I don't believe it for a second. Nothing is, nothing is as effective as Botox. And then nothing is, nothing is as effective as then once Botox stops working, getting a facelift. Although I'm not going to say who it was, but, um, someone, and I'll tell you when we're off air, someone was telling me that there's a, I shouldn't talk about this. I shouldn't talk about it. A very popular actress who's had so many facelifts. This person told me you would never know it from this actress's, um, Instagram, She's had so many facelifts that she couldn't move her face. She was talking to her at a party and she couldn't move her face. And I was just like, God damn it. When are we going to stop? When is it, when is it going to end? No, I know. I know. I know. I've been thinking about that because I just read that Demois book. Oh yeah. Anon please, which is very entertaining, you know, light as air, but very entertaining. And, um, I was thinking about my relationship to celebrity gossip. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like the thing about Dumois is that it basically is pretty nice and yes. just tells you where people were eating and who they hooked up with. And yes, kinda, yes. you know, they'll run blind items, but I think, you know, especially after reading the book that the person who operates or people who operate the account don't care about breaking up families and things like that. They don't want to do no, that. And they're not like circling, circling cellulite. Like it's nothing like yeah. it used to be, you know, like, it's- like what's his name? Uh, the really mean one. Perez Hilton. Perez Hilton. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it seems very different, but like, I, I, I don't know why, like, why, why do we care? Like, why do we care? Especially now that we know so much about their actual lives because social media and photography and everything being online. That's such a good a good question. I mean, I think it's just it's some I mean, I in the most basic, I think it's something to think about. I think it like, you know, we all like crave gossip. Yeah. And once you're once you're no longer in your 20s or in high school, there's really not a lot of gossip about like your immediate circle or the gossip is sad. Yeah. Yeah, the gossip yeah. just starts to get like sad and dark and you're like, oh, that's sad gossip. I don't want, like, I don't, I don't even, I really don't even spread it anymore. Like I had, I just, it's sad. I don't want to do it. It just makes me feel bad. So it's like maybe those impulses, the only place we have left to do it is that is talking about somebody's facelift. But, but I'm telling you about the facelift 
not even as gossip. I'm telling you about the facelift because I'm because where does it end? No, I understand that. I where understand does it end? that. I'm like so revolted by the whole, I'm so revolted by the whole thing. I mean, even I was looking at, I was really up in arms this month um, because Allure, did you see the last Allure? I last did. Month? And I thought it was, it, 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 it was just so obviously a Frankenstein cover. It was just, I, exactly. It's uh, Jennifer. If anyone hasn't seen this, it's Jennifer Aniston, who I think is a very beautiful woman and has really, you know, whatever she's doing now, there was a very long time where she was just aging remarkably naturally looking and beautifully and whatever, who gives a shit? I don't care what people get done to their faces. Ultimately, I care that there's this pressure for us to look 23 when we're 53. Right. And this cover was just chaos. It was just like visual chaos. It, it was, was visual chaos. It was like stupid styling. She had like a, pa- a pasty bikini, a Chanel pasty bikini on continue. If I could prove it, which of course I can't, but there is no way that that head was not Frankensteined onto a different body because it does not look like a body. It looks no. awkward and weird. It looked, and I've done it, you know, I, was in charge of a lot of retouching, you know, when I, when I worked at Lucky and every image in a magazine is retouched, like every image, even an image of a plate of food is retouched. So when you, when it comes to like a cover subject, people, you get snow blind, people retouch and retouch and retouch. And you've got like 10 potential covers and they're all slightly different, you know? Right. right, And you, you just, you, you, you lose. I mean, I remember one cover in particular that we over retouched and, and it was bad, but you just, you get into this mindset of like, what, like take her, take her arm down, narrow her arm out. Well, if we can, you know, if her arm, if she was holding her hand in a weird way in one picture, but everything else about the picture is perfect. Then you'd be like, okay, just move an arm over from this picture here. Wow. I mean, we didn't do this all the time, but it did happen. You know, let's, let's just like, you know, plop this head on that body that I never did except for once at the very beginning of Lucky. Oh my God. We, I don't remember all the details, but we had an image of a model and her head was just at a weird angle. And so we plopped a new head on. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, I mean, it just, you know, I can't, I can't defend myself. This is what I did. This is what part of what my job was for 10 years. But yeah, you get, and so that's how you end up with the crazy Jennifer Aniston cover because everybody's been doing this and pushing this and pushing this. Maybe it's a good thing. It's the last issue of Allure magazine. Like if that's what's going to be on the cover. I worked at Allure for like six months once as a uh, fact checker. And I have to say it was the worst. It was among the worst jobs I ever had. They, they were so mean. They Can were I so tell mean. you, I, I'm sorry I interrupted you, but yes. I've always heard that Allure was actually a, a worse place to work than Vogue. It was the worst place. I mean, it was because I worked at Glamour, Cosmo, Lucky, and Allure. And Allure was the worst of all of them. They were the meanest. And the most stress, they were so fucking stressed out about every fucking thing. And, and you know, this is a fairly low bar here. They were the dumbest, too. It was like <laughs> the dumbest shit. It was just like, this is literally only mascara. 
Like there is nothing else oh. here except mascara. Well, I think they took their they took their mission very very seriously at Allure. Oh, it was you could just when it, when you're in a workplace where you can just tell everybody. Like I mean, you know, the fish rots from the head. When everybody is so fucking stressed out, like mm-hmm. you know that the boss. Because I never had to deal with the editor in chief because I was a you know peon, but you know that the. Um, that the boss is just has a chokehold on everything. Cause you could just see like people were afraid to get lunch. You know what I mean? Wow. Like it was one wow. of those. And um, yeah, I was like, good riddance. I saw that go under and I was like, good riddance, but also <laughs> this fucking Jennifer Aniston cover sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it just, it just blows. And it was just like the Nicole Kidman vanity fair a couple months ago when they had her in like the that tiny little outfit. Yeah. Yes. Come on, man. Well, it's because it's because, I think if I'm on the Nicole Kidman, I would like to think if I'm Nicole Kidman, I show up at a shoot and they show me that outfit. I like laugh them out of the room and say, please yeah. bring me something dignified and elegant, which can right. also be sexy or whatever. Right. But, Let me, I want to look like Kate Blanchett. Continue. But I think, yeah, but I think that there's, I think that the pressure that these women feel both internal pressure and external pressure is so incredibly great that just like me with the retouching wand, like they stop seeing what they really look like. Yeah. 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 I get it. I mean, there was a thing that I was looking at my face the other day and I was like, wow, God, my face is starting to look so different than it did when I was younger. Like it's just, Mm -hmm. it's becoming really a different face, right? Nothing bad, nothing good. Just like that's an observation. So you can kind of understand that if your face is going to be different anyway, why not turn it into a zero wrinkle face? Like it's not yeah. like you're going to look like the person you recognized yourself as when you were 23. So why not make it so taut you can't talk? I don't fucking know. I, I can't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Um, I got some flack. People were upset that I had said that um, that Sandra Bullock was starting to get so much work that she that they had to like film around her face. You know. Mm-hmm. It's just an observation of where we're at. Yeah, it's not an attack of Sandra Bullock doing what she did or Nicole Kidman doing whatever she does. It's a question of where we are. I mean, you know, I think that, you know, I'm I'm thinking about Sydney Sweeney. You know her? She was in White Lotus and- And And um, Euphoria, which is one of my favorite teen shows, even though it should be illegal for me to watch it. Go ahead. (laughs) And she's really young. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what, you know, you, when you're in a business that constantly turns out beautiful, young, like yeah. perfectly shaped humans, yeah. you know, I mean, if you compare, you know, I've been watching The Crown, which is so delightfully back on the air. Yeah. And the British are just even a big glitzy Netflix like production, like the British are just better about who they will show in certain roles. Yeah. 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 You mean in terms of like natural faces and natural faces and faces that are like imperfect. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, bad sisters, bad Bad sisters. sisters. Yeah. Which by the way, I just finished that. And, um, I really liked their clothes. I was, I got a lot of style inspiration from that. I was like, oh, these women, like Eva, especially like Becca, I was like, these are, I really want these women's outfits. I'm sad it's over, but I'm also like, why is it coming back? Like, how does this yeah, why show would come you, back? Yeah, why can you just, why can't you just have a show that was perfect for a season and call it good? I mean, I want to, I love those women. I'd like to see them again, but, it, but it's like, they already had their time. I feel like, what are they, what are they going to do? 
Yeah. Is another husband going to turn really bad? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, I like the way it wrapped up so neat. I I loved it. I really loved it. But maybe um, they'll become like Dexter. They'll become vigilante killers. Oh, feminist vigilante killers. I was like, I don't have, I did, I did have a moment of, um, maybe I just don't have the image. This is a failure of imagination that I can't imagine what this could be next. But I mm-hmm. was, I was like, you guys should end it here. That's how, yeah. I, that's how I felt. Yeah. Uh, what, what else? What else? Well, I've been watching, um, I've been watching, as I told you, I've been watching The Crown, which I very much enjoy. Mm-hmm. Imelda Staunton is is um, a British actress who you you know if you watch any British things you recognize and she plays mm-hmm. the queen and she plays it, it's it's interesting because this cast of the Crown has people who do not look like who they're playing but play them very well right like McNulty as like McNulty as Prince McNulty Charles like is, is King Charles Prince like Charles King, King, yeah. King, King Charles yeah I mean King Charles wishes he looked like uh, McNulty exactly but, uh, you know. <laughs> Exactly. But so I've been enjoying that. And then there's a show called Reboot, Reboot mm. or The Reboot. Oh, yeah. I saw that, but I didn't watch it. It's um, it's that woman who did Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. What's her name? Rachel mm. Bloom? Yes, Maybe. yes, yes. She plays this woman who wants to reboot a beloved 90s sitcom. Okay. And, you know, there's kind of a twist early on. And it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's funny. It's, it's an amusing, smart show that I have been enjoying. And I'm excited for Fleischman. Fleischman is in trouble, which was a book I very much loved. And that um, has a new limited series coming out. Yeah. I think it's out. I thought maybe it's out. Maybe it's not I think it's out. I think it may be out as of today. Yeah. I, um, I have not been intaking enough um, did you see that Ray Bradbury thing that was on Instagram a couple of weeks ago? I po- I posted it. It was like, how do we become creative people? How do we live better lives? And it's like, we need to stuff your brain. Mm-hmm. And his advice for this is that every night you should read one short story, one essay, and one poem. And every single night you should read from a variety, from a diverse variety of people on diverse topics hmm. every night. And if you do that, if you do that practice, I forget what he exact, exactly says. Like if you do it over a year, if you do it, whatever, you're going to transform your brain. You're stuffing your brain with information. It's going to mm-hmm. make you more creative. It's going to give you better perspective. It's just going to make you a more balanced person. And I was like, I'm not stuffing my brain with shit. I'm like looking at Wordle and like Instagram and like occasionally watching a show. And but 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 yeah. but, but but you've been working very hard. You're going through That's a true. very very intense work period. That's and true. I don't think you can blame yourself if in the two minutes and 45 seconds you have between finishing a chapter's revise and going to pick up your kid at school, you want to flip on Instagram. No, it's true. It's true. But I think that just getting that perspective and taking, removing yourself from your life in ways that are positive, because I don't know about you, but I'm just like, a lot of times I'm just looking for things to like numb me out, you know? Yeah, like, sure. Right? So whatever that is that I'm reaching for. And I can choose what those things are. And I'm not choosing as well as I could be. Right. Let's take a quick break from some ads. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly ebay gets it so look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch stitch sole and logo is checked by experts with ebay authenticity guarantee you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach ensure your next purchase is the real deal visit ebay.com for terms Support for Everything is Fine comes from Ritual. So I love Ritual. Everyone knows I love Ritual. I talk about Ritual all the time. I particularly love its daily, their daily multivitamin. And I also really have been enjoying their melatonin. But the thing I love most about Ritual is their Hyacera. It's a once daily skin supplement that's clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. In a clinical study, Hyacera led to 3.6 times reduction in crow's feet wrinkles within 90 days as compared to a placebo. Hyacera led to 2.9 times increase in skin smoothness within 90 days as compared to a placebo. You can enhance your skincare routine from the inside out with one daily capsule essenced with soothing vanilla. I love Hyacera. It's been rigorously tested and validated. It's one of the industry-leading sustainability. It, it meets, sorry, all of the industry-leading sustainability standards. You know I'm a beauty editor now. I am all about keeping my face plump, and Hyacera absolutely has done that for me. I've been on it for months. I don't even know how long, and I can really see a difference in the texture of my skin. My skin looks more juicy, I guess, is the best way to do it. Say it, do it. Uh, okay, so you can start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com fine. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription to get today. That's ritual.com fine for 25% percent off and we're back oh you know what i've been listening to and it is really good what? i mean this is so typical me you mentioned something and yeah. then two weeks later i'm like i really liked it you do that to me too you do that to me too i do it back go ahead death death of an artist such a good oh, podcast oh so good I think it kind of flops out at the very, very end, but you'll see. But I think it's such a good podcast, and I think she's such a good storyteller. And it's there's just a lot. It's just multi layered, and it's got a lot of texture to it. And I think she does a really good job just rolling out the story, you know, which is which is hard to do. 
I think. Yeah. Um, Michael Hobbs has a new podcast. Michael Hobbs, who I think is, um, he's you're wrong about and maintenance phase. Mm-hmm. I think he's the you know best man in podcasting today. He has a new podcast called If Books Could Kill, which is about like airport books, like Freakonomics. Oh, really? And also like they do an episode on like, a popular like pop science book that actually turns out to be total bullshit. So they, the first episode was Freakonomics. The second episode was some Malcolm Gladwell book, which just like, they're just like tearing this shit down. And it is yeah. so funny. It's yeah. so funny. Like they did the actual fact checking that if books had fact checkers, would have been done 20 years ago or 15 years ago. Right. So anyway, so I've been um I've been really enjoying that. They've just been roasting these books that we've all like come to believe are just like, oh, these are just the real things of the world. These are facts. Yeah, these are these these have so much truth in them that millions and millions of people bought them. Yes. And also we've based so many things on them, you know, like you know, you can't become an expert in something until you've done it for 10,000 hours, you know, whatever it is. It is kind of amazing. Like these writers make shit up and then it becomes a thing. It's like, here's my theory. You have to have 10,000 hours. Why not 9,000 hours? Why not 8,000 hours? Why not 11,000 hours? Exactly. Exactly to all of that. But also I don't even know if it's making shit up so much as like making faulty connections. I mean, yes, yes. You've done that. I mean, I've done that. We've all done it. You're like desperate to make you like, Oh, how am I going to wrap this shit up? You know? Yeah. And then hopefully you have an editor who's like, yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. But that doesn't happen in books. Yeah. So, you know, um, so anyway, so that I've been, I've been listening to that. That's a good podcast I've been listening to. Oh, and I have a hair update. Oh, good. I've gone back to Nutrafol. I wrote this in a comment because people have been very confused. We have these Nutrafol ads and, um, and yet I've been losing my hair and I just need to explain the timeline. So Nutrafol has been our advertiser for the full year. So I recorded that ad. God, I don't even know, January, December. And at that point I had been using Nutrafol for a while and then they had given me a certain amount for free. And then I was just like, nah, I'm not going to take it anymore. And then slowly my hair started going back to where it was before the Nutrafol. And anyway, I've gotten back on it and I've been shedding less. And I finally just like choked it down, both the money and the pills. Because the reason I don't like taking it is because you have to take four pills in the morning and they're very big. And they're not big and they're not small pills. They're really big, but it really really does work. But it does work. Nutrafol does work. I mean, I told you, or no, this was actually way before you were my co-host. My hairdresser who has been giving me extensions for years was like, you know, you don't need extensions anymore. Oh, wow. She's like, your hair is like in better shape, you know, and it is in better shape. I need extensions. I mean, I have a serious doll ponytail when I don't have extensions. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, but yeah. So anyway, so I'm, I'm trying that. And I also have a new product called um, Lift from Hair Story, which is like a, I don't know, who the fuck cares? I need a haircut. <laughs> I need to schedule. We were talking before we got on about how bad you and I are about just like scheduling. Yes. Very bad. Just like calling. Like I was telling you that like my dentist asked by my new dentist was like, where's your dental insurance card? And I was like, I don't. What? You think I have that? (laughs) I know. Like, I'm sure it came at some point, but it's like, it's like weird and it comes in paper. I don't know. Can't we look it up? Do I need to carry around this tiny piece of paper, this card, like tiny, not even cardboard to prove that I have dental insurance? Is there not a better way? You sound so lame right now. 
I know. I'm so sorry. I'm Andy Rooney. <laughs> You're not Andy Rooney. I am. I am. I am. But it's worse because I'm like 20 years younger and like 30. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe we're the same age as Andy Rooney was when we like started watching Andy Rooney. Oh my God. Oh my God. You might be right about that. You like, might okay. be right. Okay. How old was Andy Rooney in, let's just say 1980? I don't know. No, okay, this, hang on. this is so upsetting. <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm typing loud. Andy Rooney birthday, 1919. Fuck. So let's say he was, when in 1980, he was roughly 60, two years away from where I am now. Oh, God. We're Andy Rooney age. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's going to be okay. It is really jolting. I mean, I, I I don't like bitching about my age because it just because I do feel like really grateful that yes. I am here at all. And, Same. But it is very disconcerting. Like I feel like I just kept acting and living. Like I had infinite years to live. And at a certain point, you're like, oh wait, this whole ride is like you know. I can, I can, if I stand on my toes, I can see the end of this ride. Yes. But you can't think about that. Cause that's just such an ultimate like future trip. It's just yeah. like, it's just, you can't, you can't think about it because if you think about it too much, like then you just can't live. But plus there's like so much more fun to be had. I think that's why I've been like over being old lately. It's just, I'm not having any fun because I'm just still slogging through the endless slog of these projects which I'll be done with by the end of the year. I just want to have fun again. Yeah. I just want to have fun, do fun things, be fun. And I need to also figure out what fun is to me now. Like that's also complicated. Yeah. You know, I was talking to a friend yesterday who, whose kid said to her, she has a young kid and the kid said, you know, daddy, what do you love? And the dad kind of related some of his hobbies and things he really loves. And he's like, mom, what do you love? And she's like, um, you <laughs> like, and really felt, and, you know, right. and, 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 you know, this whole idea that you need or, or that an interest really helps you. Yes. A passionate interest helps you and keeps you young. And I absolutely believe that looking at my mother, I absolutely believe that she's like taken up collage in the past few years and she doesn't care if she's any good at it, but she loves doing it. And I think having a passion like that, or just an avocation is a really important thing as you get older. I'm considering getting a loom. Have I discussed this with you? No. I have really, I have really considered like, oh, maybe I want to be like a, a loomer. Like a, a like, <laughs> that's not what they're called. <laughs> absolutely. They're absolutely not called loomers. <laughs> but like, there's some really cool shit you can do on a loom. And I thought that might be nice. I might like that. I might like looming. Okay. Maybe there in Los Angeles somewhere, there is a looming studio where you can go and learn looming and, and get a sense of whether it's for you. I just need to be free of this because I do not fail. I, I have endless interests and I just need to be free of this work prison and then I can go back to, yeah, you really um, do. to some, some like, you know, like, oh, these are things that are happy 
We have listener questions if you want to ask listener questions. Oh, but before we do that, um, we have merch now. We should tell people that we have merch, although I feel embarrassed about the merch. <laughs> no, we're, 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 doing it, we're doing it like we're, we're, we're rolling out our merch. We're learning what works. We're learning what doesn't work. We're learning what people are interested in, what colors, what... Yes, yes. But I feel like I, I just felt like one day I was just like, okay, we just need to do this. Because we'd been talking about it for so long. And in typical me fashion, I was just like, fuck it. It's fine. I will just, we'll just make a t-shirt. How hard could it be? And then I was like, oh, it's kind of (laughs) hard. No, it is kind of hard. It is kind of hard to get it right, I think. But I think that we'll see by like which, which ones people buy what they want. So we have it. We have a little merch. We have a little merch shop. There are totes that, cause that was the other thing I was just like, oh, well, if there's an option to make everything, I'll just make everything. <laughs> there are phone cases. There are hoodies. There are t-shirts. There are sweatshirts. They, you know, there's so many options. That's the thing. There's too many fucking options, I think. But anyway, there's merch. We have merch. There's t-shirts. I'm going to get a hoodie. And it's on, and you go on tpublic.com and then it's Everything is Fine, the Everything is Fine podcast. Look at your nails. You have such a nice manicure today. Oh, I do have a nice manicure today. I absolutely do. You've actually Um, got it together. Are you wearing a red jumpsuit? I am. I'm wearing a full red jumpsuit. You actually look super cool today. I've been trying to look kind of cool. I was, I've been trying, I've been trying to look kind of cool. That is one thing I've been doing. What's that like? God, I don't even remember. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I've just been like, like I found these old, I found these pictures of Jessica Lang from the seventies and in them, she has this very cool pair of glasses on and I tracked them down on eBay and I'm going to get them. They're slightly different than the giant red ones I have in that they are smaller and pink Uh and I'm going to, I'm going to get them made into, um, I'm going to get them made into glasses, glasses. So I don't know. I guess I still have interests. I just want to see people and be fun. Okay. Listener questions. Is it time? Yes. You read them this week though. Okay. In one of the latest episodes, you discussed which celebrity would be a good boyfriend to you. This prompted me to wonder if there's a celebrity who you find attractive, even though he, she, they wouldn't be considered conventionally attractive. For example, I find Benicio del Toro to be one of the sexiest men in Hollywood, but conventionally speaking, he's more of an acquired taste. Oh, he's pretty fucking hot. I'm I sorry. think he's pretty fucking hot too. No, no offense, this this listener, but yes, I too think he's pretty fucking hot. Who's the one who's married to Penelope Cruz? A Bardem, Javier, oh, Javier Bardem. I mean, the the hottest. The but hottest. he is a little. He's the hottest, but he's a little jolly lad. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. He is. He is. That's my. That's very much my thing. Like you know, a little jolly lad, a little rough around the edges. Oh, thick I don't. Wrists. Yeah. I don't like a, oh, thick wrists. Oh yeah. Well, not always, a, like, you know, not, not a thin wrist. Yeah. I always like a fucked up looking dude. I, I like a, I, I much prefer a fucked up looking dude than a conventionally handsome dude. I find those men uncomfortable to be around. No, them. men who are pretty are, have never been, or men. Yeah. I like, I like, like a, a, a guy guy. Yeah, it's not even has to be guy guy for me. Just like a little bit weird looking. Yeah, I like, you know, I it, it a little bit weird looking is my thing. But I'm trying to, I'm failing to think about who 
who it is that I'm like, oh yeah, that guy's for me. I don't know why. I'm sure there is. I mean, well, Nathan for you, that guy. Yeah, Nathan there you Hilder. go. Nathan there you go. Hilder. There's I'm your like, answer. He's just, he's just sexy to me. I don't know why. Although, <laughs> Did you see him at the baseball playoffs when they put him on the big camera? Oh, how mad he was. <laughs> Didn't he, he have looks, like just a scowl? Like just, he looked so miserable. He he didn't smile. He just it was hilarious. I love a person like that who was just like I don't like this. This makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, okay. Update on Jen's morning meditation routine. Yeah. <laughs> update. <laughs> update. All bad. <laughs> <laughs> update. Decided to uh, rekindle my favorite relationship in my life with phone. And um, have been taking phone, not always to bed, but definitely looking at it as soon as I wake up. Mm. So, yes. Um, Sari Botten has a question for us. It has come to my attention that Kiehl's has continued its cream and silk groom, a product I've been using since like 1994 to get that PC look in my hair's layers that was popular then. Do we have a sub? You know what people seem to like? that seem to do the same PC thing mm-hmm. are those beach waves products. Oh, interesting. Interesting. That's yeah. what I would go for. And I wish I had the name of a good one, but I would say that trying one of those people seem to like those beach waves products. I know that I don't, I don't know why Kiehl's got rid of silk room. It was one of the most popular products they had. I feel like Kiehl's is not doing well. I have no evidence to back that up, but I just feel like it's not its not making it. They, I can't find my favorite um, moisturizer from them, which is that coriander moisturizer, which is the best smell in the world. Well, you know, they were purchased by Lauder about 15 or 20 years ago. Yeah. And that changes. It changes the formulas. And the, the minute a small company like that gets picked up, like your formulas change, everything changes because of what you have access to. And it's right. so much cheaper. Right. Kiehl's right. used to be really, really expensive. It's not cheap now, but it used to be much more expensive. Yes. And I think they've just lost their way. I think so too. But you know, I will say it's in every international airport. It's in every duty-free international airport I've ever been in the last like 10 years that I've been in. There's like hmm. a big like Kiehl's stand. It's the only place I've found really a lot of Kiehl's products. Um, huh. So this is a question for you, Kim France. Um, how do you stay feeling healthy and good about yourselves in the winter months? Um, it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. It really is. I, I, I try to not think in terms of what I'm being deprived of, like light, like greenery, mm-hmm. and think more in terms of what I'm getting. So it's a kind of like, it's a cozier time of year. It's a time of year where you, you know, if you're not working your ass off all the time, it sort of feels okay and you can get stuff done. And, and, and it, I don't know. I'm just trying in general to think in term, less in terms of deprivation and more in terms of the what of, of being able to see what the privations are. Does that make yes. sense? Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, it's like glasses half full thinking, right? It's I like, know, which is very alien to me, but I am trying. I know. I appreciate that you're trying. And we've been talking about like buying cozier things. Oh, there was a very good thread on our Facebook page about socks, by the way, about wearing socks with loafers and just buying great socks, period. And that is my that is my one life hack that I stick by, which is buying expensive socks is an amazing treat and something that makes you happy all day. Really? I just bought like, you know, five pairs for $17 on Amazon. <laughs> 
because I, I feel like I bought Bomba socks. You know, everybody loves Bomba socks and they, yes. they're really good. They donate socks for every pair they sell. Mm-hmm. Every pair I had has holes in it. Yeah, that's a bummer. And those are not expensive socks, but they're not cheap socks. I don't even know where I would go for expensive socks. All right. Well, to be continued, because I'll have to go through the labels of my socks. <laughs> I'm, I am interested. Because they, there are um, there are some really good, particularly Japanese socks. Like Japanese mm-hmm. designers make excellent socks. Um, mm. To be continued, a, a really, a, just a riveting segment on, <laughs> on socks. socks. <laughs> you know what? I've got my finger on the pulse of what the people want, and it's, it's socks. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay. I'd love to hear more about Kim's makeover. Did you ever look into it more? I did not. You did not. That's all right. I did not. I wouldn't be the person. I wouldn't want to be the person trying to give me a makeover because I'm actually very resistant to new ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Wait, I forgot. We're supposed to be in the question period, but I was thinking about something about you this week. Speaking of things about you. I was thinking about how good you are at having difficult conversations with emotional people. Really? Yes. I was thinking of how good you are at actually problem solving in your life, even though I think this is a thing you don't give yourself credit for. Hmm. I think you. you are really good at solving conflict and you're very direct and you're very sensitive and very kind. And I am, it's something I really admire about you. And I just thought I'd say it. Oh, thank you, Romelini. That makes me feel really good. Yeah, because difficult conversations are already difficult, but when you're dealing with emotional people, they're worse because you don't know what like fire you might be sparking and and setting into, and you're really good at Hmm. that, and you should know that about yourself. Thank Um, you. That was a non sequitur. We'll get to to another question before we go. Um, This one is about blazers, Kim. (laughs) Those oversized blazers that are everywhere right now, can we just wear our husband's blazers? The shoulders are dropped, the sleeves are long, but that seems to be okay now. It's my least favorite kind of blazer. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna be flattering is the thing because it's just gonna be cut weird. It's gonna be cut weird. You, you, it's very hard if you have a woman's body to put on men's clothes and have them look right on you. Exactly. You know, it just you've got to have very narrow hips. You've got to have broader shoulders. And it's the truth is that those oversized blazers are oversized, but the shoulders actually make sense for the person they're the size for. And if you try to put on a man's jacket, it's like there's going to be too much material like below the waist. You know what I mean? Like yes. it just I, I don't think I don't think that's that's the solution. I think the solution is not to like oversized blazers, but I'm vastly outnumbered on this. I don't mind an oversized blazer. I don't, I really don't mind it, but I, I do. And I've tried this. It's just like, I, you know, I've, I've tried to wear them, wear men's blazers, but they just, the shoulders are too stiff. They're not supposed to be like a slouchy oversized fit. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to fit the man correctly. So they're structured in a way that is not going to look right. In my opinion, I have been just on eBay buying 80s blazers. And also now you can get a lot of good, like old Rachel Comey. Like you can get Hmm. Rachel Comey from the early 2000s on eBay. And a lot of like, a lot of the sellers either don't know what they have or don't care that it's Rachel Comey. So I've been, I just picked up a very cute little, um, 
it's like quite, it's kind of a blazer, but it's a little bit more cropped um, with like, it is like a little leather collar, a leather at the very top of the collar mm-hmm. and then like a regular collar after that. And it's like a, um, it's like a gray tweed. Cool. It's really cute. And I, I mean, maybe it won't be cute when I get it, but you know, my eBay, my eBay shopping addiction is, is, um, big right now. Yeah. No, Rachel called me actually, I've been kind of looking at her a little for like dresses to get married in. Oh, what are you think? Have you been looking at wedding dresses? No, no. I mean, I'm not going to wear a wedding dress. I know, but have you been, I didn't wear a wedding dress either, but I wore a dress to my wedding. I have, there is a designer who might be making me a dress. I can't say more about it now. Wow. But my dear friend, Andrea, um, suggested this designer and sent me a photograph of a one of a kind dress that he made, which could not be more perfect for me because all I've been thinking this whole time is like, I want to wear a shirt dress. I want to get married in a shirt dress. It's like the only, the only silhouette that looks good on me at, at the moment. So he made like this gorgeous like shirt dress, or at least the top of it looks like a shirt dress mm-hmm. with old linen fabric. Oh, wow. And wow. It, it, it's, it was one of a kind. And he's like, you know, I, I, it's sold and, you know, it was one of a kind of fabric, but I'll look for new fabric for you if you're interested so it could work out that I will wear that I will wear this dress that will be custom and super cool. You're getting married in a weird month, and that's gonna it's gonna be like I've I've, been, I've already been obsessing about what am I gonna wear to your <laughs> wedding? Like like I know really it only matters what you're gonna wear, but I'm like, God, that's a it could be any weather in April, exactly any weather. It could be snow. It, it could be anything, and it's just like, oh, where what is the direction here? What will what will we do? Um, but a shirt dress is actually such a smart idea and also custom. So it just like fits you really, really well. That's perfect. It could be nice. And then I have to decide, okay, do I wear that to the party or do I wear that to, to city hall or do I wear the same thing to both things? You wore the same thing as you went from one to the next. You went, you had yes. your wedding and then you had dinner and then you went to your party. Exactly. So I wore the same thing. I wore a little uh, Narciso Rodriguez um, shift dress that had that had like a wool top and then the bottom was silk. It was tight and it had like a big um, exposed zipper in the back and it had a capelet. And I mean, I couldn't believe when I bought it. It was like the last one because it was October and I don't, I don't know. And it was the last one. It was the only dress in whatever that fancy boutique is in Soho. And um, a friend was like, oh, you have to, you have to go to this boutique. And I was like, I don't shop in places like that. And then it was there and it fit me perfectly. Though to be perfectly, perfectly honest, it does still does not feel like it was my dress. I wish I would have worn a caftan. Like I had like a white caftan that I really wanted to wear with like loose long hair. And everyone was like, you're going the rainbow room. You have to be elegant. So that's why I love that you would wear a shirt dress. No, but a caftan also I've been thinking about. Yeah. I love the idea. I love the idea of wearing a caftan. I'm mad that I didn't wear a fucking caftan. (laughs) To be continued, the wedding dress conversation, to be continued. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to Everything is Fine. We're your hosts. I'm Jen Romolini. And I'm Kim France. If you like the show, please rate and review it across the platforms. That really helps people find the show, especially on Apple Podcasts. If you want to support the production of the show, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com backslash everything is fine. We do live events there. We blog there. 
We put up bonus content there sometimes. Supporting Patreon really helps us keep the lights on on the show. We also have merch, as we discussed earlier today. If you want to get an Everything is Fine hoodie, you can find those at tpublic.com backslash the Everything is Fine podcast. I think that's the address. <laughs> We're on Instagram at EIF Podcast. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook with a robust and private Facebook group. You can find Kim on her blog, girlsofacertainage.com. You can find me on tinyletter.com backslash Jennifer Romolini. The show is mixed and edited by the great Natalie Rivera, who we're so lucky to have. Yay, Thanks, Natalie. Natalie. Yay, Natalie. And we'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.